Hey, hello, greeting, welcome. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing all right. <laughs> uh, I was expecting you to do more of an intro. <laughs> it's uh, it's one. What are we at? One eleven, episode one eleven. No, ten. One ten? Right. Oh, maybe I was supposed to lead it. This live streaming has us all out of our out of our habits. You could but say we'll we don't live. look sharp this season. No, and that would be very apropos. Actually. Mm-hmm. How's that for a transition? <laughs> that was beautiful. You suck, Chris. Oh, oh man. Um, that was... Um, you know, we texted during the game a bit. That was rough because it was boring. It was super and... boring. Oh, my gosh. I'm like watching it. I'm like, I don't, want, I don't really have that much to say about this. This is just not entertaining at all. My Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. But I'll find something. Don't worry. Yeah. Um... Why don't we start with uh, specifics in this game, uh, Justin Fields? Okay, so for posterity's sake, we're talking about Bears-Bills final preseason game. If anyone yes. does the podcast later, right? Or like there's two episodes, yeah. I'm trying to figure out which one. This is the Bears preseason wrap final preseason game episode. And yes, Shugo, it was truly an unwatchable event. That is a <laughs> fact. And I'm on record as saying I will very rarely give up on a game altogether. A lot of times I'll have it on if it's ugly or something while I'm doing something else. This game, I'm not going to lie, Chris, I dropped altogether. Basically, middle-ish of the third quarter, a little over that. Like, Poles interview, I stayed for that, which didn't really give us much, but whatever. And then I was out before the fourth quarter started. Yeah, I got into the fourth quarter, but uh, not much past that. I was like, eh. My wife said, can you drive our son to work? And I was like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, the bears are on, honey, but just for you and the kids, I'll do it. That's right. Get That's right. points that you're going to need them That's here in a couple weeks. Well played. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, sh- I should have thought of that. Honey, I'll go to the store. Don't worry. Man, <laughs> I, I folded clothes, yeah. so I guess I did do that in a different way. So we got, what, three series with Fields and most of the ones on offense? Does that sound about right? No, because they're all hurt. Like, <laughs> no Claypools. I don't even know how, how important Claypool is. And, like, one starting lineman in the position he was supposed to start at. And then Whitehair mm-hmm. playing guard with one hand. Yeah, and then Fields more in the running backs and tight ends. So, like... Mm-hmm. Halfish of the of the eventual ones. Okay. Yeah, uh, it looked it looked eerily familiar to uh, to last year. I thought so uh, because Fields is running for his life again on a on a couple of those plays. And you brought this up. He uh, when the pressure came in, his instinct. Still does not to step up in the pocket. Like still doesn't step up. Or at least he didn't today. You know who did do that though? And I'm not Oh boy, here we go. Oh, Tyson Bajant. I gotta go. Does seem to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not no 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 no. No, don't hear what I'm not saying. But uh, I just I don't know, I just thought that was interesting. But 
he, maybe he's still. He does, they both play. go to the side some, but yeah, he stepped up at least a couple times. There was really yeah. just one play that where I was like, oh come on, Justin, you could have stepped up, and I think it was Roshan Johnson. One of the backs was open too, and he bailed out for like two yards or something pointless. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, that was just not my favorite play because <laughs> i was like this yeah. is what i do not want to see anymore stop taking yeah. those unnecessary hits i know he's gonna hit home runs doing it too it just mm-hmm. seems like he should try for the home run at the very last option i know that that sounds weird but i think i'm wrong about that by the way watching this game he's gonna that their offense is gonna be him running you're all we're all wrong they're not gonna be like he's throwing the ball 45 times a game his legs are going to be a huge part of what they do. As much as we well, want them to transition to passing it and being more of a pocket passer, it's not going to happen. You don't think even a little bit? Maybe a little direction? bit more, but I bet he's still close to a thousand yards rushing. Hmm. That, that's it, also it, based it, on what Poles said in the third quarter. When he was talking about the special athlete, and they're going to lean on them. We know the things that he does well, and they're they're going to keep pushing him on some of the other stuff. And I was like, yeah. interesting. But also, now, I don't that know more... that he can help himself yet. Like, he's still just so gone. Fields, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know that he's going to tr- come close to a record, but people are like, ah, oh, maybe four or 500 yards or something like that. It's going to be more. As I would guess healthy, more than that. More. I think he's going to be – it's going to be what they build the offense around. And it may be to open up passing, but – that's why it all looks so bad because he's not going to be doing that thing that much in the preseason when he does get in there. But he's still going to run a bit more than I would like, I think. Yeah, I figured 700 yards is probably what to expect. Yes, yeah, I think he might. Uh, that's what I initially thought, but then after that comment, I was like, "Is he going to run almost as much as last year?" Maybe I'm just overreacting to it. I, but I, I just bet you he runs a lot more than we want early. Maybe yeah. by the middle of the year to like start to transition yeah, I, just I think, think this coaching to... staff is going to have a hard time not doing the thing that they know works yeah and i get that and i think it's going to take a while to uh get the get this new offense well not new offense but you know with the new pieces in it the new linemen rolling it's going to take a while and that's with every team in the league the defense always gets ahead of the offense right so i, I i'm kind of expecting that yeah we should always mention the preseason rule don't get too high don't get too low as much as anything i'm basing that off of what polls was saying and what they've yeah, that's shown us so far to a point but he was great field was great in seven on sevens the last week or whatever of practice especially against the mm-hmm. colts um some of that quick game stuff looks better i hope that is there oh uh, absolutely should we go talking about the health of the line yep if they can't pass protect for long he's going to be Agreed. taking off a lot or they just won't even ask him to and that's the first takeaway. You asked for three takeaways apiece, right? I did ask for a couple takeaways. Yeah. This mm-hmm. gave me the homework today, so. Because you were like, eat this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to. No, I had... no oh, shut up. <laughs> I said I didn't want to talk about this game because it was so boring. That's all I said. Nothing to I do paraphrased. With it's just I'd rather talk about the preseason as a whole because <laughs> the game was dreadful. Yeah, sure. But, okay, but my Fine. first takeaway yeah. is a combo mm. point. They are still paper thin up front, and I've been preaching about this all oh. preseason. The O-line is in shambles with injuries, and then the sub point is they don't have a center healthy. 
good thing we're first on the waiver wire because <laughs> I think oh. they're going to have to look and hope. Man, uh, this. Do you think any of those guys are going to be snapping the ball to Fields in two weeks? White hair played, so well, maybe it could be yeah, white hair. He might be most likely. Glass Patrick, uh, or whatever his first name is, is hurt again. And I then did not count on him, no. Kramer, no. like, was in a cast on his right thumb. Yeah. There's no way that those that guy's ready. So, like, who's the center? Maybe it is. Patrick white. hasn't been healthy the whole time he's been a bear. Right. Yeah, but if, if Whitehair's left games. hand was hurt, I'd be, feel better about it, right? Like... Oh, it's his right hand. Mm. And they're just paper thin mm. everywhere up front, especially in the middle. Man, they should have drafted one of those sets. I know. I wish, like, I don't mind doubling up on the D tackles because it's a really important position, but sure would look nice to have a center in there somewhere. They doubled up on corner, tripled up if you count the fifth round pick too, right, yeah. Terrell Smith. So, like, at some point, that or just sign a center. Like, man, they're they're. I never liked the center plan, and now they're dropping like flies. Okay, that's the first takeaway. My second takeaway is, here's my positive one. DJ Moore is really, really good. Yes, that's that a was good one. a sneaky great play because he also keeps his knee from getting to where he's downed while they're trying to tackle him. Mm-hmm. And when he goes to the glow to get the catch, those first few throws by Fields all were a little underthrown, too. At any rate, and then he makes a couple guys miss and takes it 40 yards. Um, yep. I was excited about him all along, of course. There was actually somebody I wanted him to pick up in the deadline. I remember being like, hey, are the Panthers trading? Everybody, I'll take DJ Moore. He's underrated. And he is not disappointed. And my third takeaway is a little bit of both. Tyreek okay. Stevenson is going to get picked on a lot. Yes. Yes, the penalties is. need to stop. Two more today. Gave up a touchdown. Gave up another first down. The two penalties. That makes three first downs. And then had an interception <laughs> on a pretty tough play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. good interception. Yeah, yeah you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I see what they see in you. I think we. I think the thing that we should note here, though, just is remember Gordon's start of the year was terrible. Corners mm-hmm. don't usually come out and sauce Gardner it up, right? Like it'll right. probably be a bumpy road, but I do think the talent's there. But we should yep. expect some big-time growing pains there. And even in the preseason, teams are clearly targeting him. Jalen Johnson had a really good game, one of the ones that actually mm-hmm. played really well. Yeah. And my last point is I'm a little confused. My last takeaway from just the game. Okay. What was the plan with the ones on the defense there? So, like, they played three snaps. They took half of them out, except for all the corners. You guys get to stay in. <laughs> yeah. I didn't quite understand what the goal was besides, obviously, shaking some rust off. Edmonds, like, whiffs a tackle. And they're like, that's enough. Don't pull your hamstring. I, like, I'm like, I think he needs the reps if that was the point. How does three even matter? Like, what's the point of three reps? Yeah. And don't the guys up front need some more reps if, if reps is the reasoning? I'm not. I'm not sure what they were doing there. Was that confusing to yeah. anybody else? It was totally confusing to me. Yeah, all of a sudden they were gone in the middle of that first drive. Oh, oh and then okay. the corners oh, are out there sandboard. for like for like a quarter and a half. <laughs> Jalen Johnson's out there forever. Mm-hmm. Like, and Stevenson played the whole half. Yeah, it always the, sounds like yeah, a misnomer, yeah. but it makes sense in sports. The whole half. <laughs> he played the entire first half of the football game. <laughs> he did. Yes, he did. He did. All right, what are your takeaways? Uh, all right, my takeaways. Uh, number one, 
Uh, I do not see Herbert as the number one running back. I knew you were going to uh, go there. I just, well, he can't, he can't pound the line, right? And we we knew that about him, right? But if he's not going to be trustworthy with the hands, you know. Well, he's, he caught the screen, and he caught a screen, of course, in the TD the first game, and then he dropped the one today. Yes. That was Fields' best throw, actually. It was. <laughs> Threw it that one with anticipation. Doink. Yeah. It's like, oh, man. The irony. No. Here's, yeah. the, here's mm-hmm. the thing I will tell you as a counter to that. Just okay. barely. One, it is going to be by committee. They're not going to have, like, a, a bell cow back with a bajillion carries, I don't think. But they weren't running any of their real runs, but I could tell, which, remember, this is an outside zone run scheme. And he's actually pretty good yeah. there because of his speed. And they weren't really doing that. So, like, the stuff they're trying to do in the preseason, he's a pretty horrible fit for, which is just, like, generic between the tackles. And then Foreman and Johnson actually are better. Johnson, right. nine carries for 22 yards. I was like, oh, I thought we were a little better than that today. But that's probably yeah. mostly the, lo- the line, of course. I'm not blaming mm-hmm. him. Yeah. So I think uh, he's probably going to start as the lead back, Herbert, and then sooner or later it'll be it'll be switched. Sorry, my computer's being weird. That's all right. Comment from Odyssey, uh, Odyssey Youth Dude, or Odessa Youth Dude. I believe I know who that is. Former student, Tim. <laughs> what if Herbert is your only long distance back? You use him in the pass and outside runs? Well, yeah, I, that's where strength are. But yeah, you just can't be that predictable. Is the only thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the re- the real concern is he can't block. Like, so he's not getting. <laughs> he's not ever going to be a down. Yeah. Like main, all three downs back until he can block. Yeah. So. It'd be a third down back if you can't block, right? And so yeah, okay. Sooner or later, right, that... Johnson will take the most snaps. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Even though he he, he didn't look as sharp today as last week. They all kind of looked like that's they right. were just like, can we just get this over with? I felt like that the whole way. And maybe the tackling, really... especially. Oof, the tackling. Maybe the... <laughs> yeah, don't get hurt. Don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I can understand. It's just why preseason football is dreadful and you don't get too high and you don't get too low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And maybe, maybe part of the game plan was just, yeah, don't get hurt. Because it is, Fields took a true hit. You know, right in the chest. And they took him right out. Like, all right, you're done. Sit down. Did you see uh, Eberflus actually has met the media, and they asked him about that. And he's like, oh, he was on a pitch count of 13 snaps. I'm like, 13, huh? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. Even You mean mean 15, but he took a shot. That's (laughs) exactly what that was. Come on. In the red zone, let's take our starter out. Let's not try to get a touchdown here. Yeah, no, I don't buy it. And I don't they wanted him. to get Absolutely, this Tyson Bagel to touchdown. <laughs> Create a controversy. He's oh my gosh! Did you hear? They can't all be on the score. Yeah. Did you hear uh, the caller on the, the score night. the other day? Yeah. It's, man, don't get too it's high, the preseason. Don't get... Yeah. There was a guy who called the score in the morning show that said he liked Tyson Bagel, and one of the reasons was because was because he has pure bloodlines. Did you hear that? Where's the where's the gift that's racist, the kid, you know? That's racist. Yeah, it might be a little bit, yeah. I don't actually know what it means. What do you mean? Pure bloodline. Well, what would it mean, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, 
what else? Like one of my uh, one of my old buddies back home in Illinois said, "What is he Slytherin?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, Rogers was definitely a Slytherin. Maybe that's how you get a good QB. Embrace mm. the darkness. Mm. He's about yeah. to make his um, on-field debut here at 5 p.m. for the Jets. Won't that be exciting? Mm. That'll be fun. All right, your other takeaways. All right, uh, another takeaway. You mentioned I had a Stevenson thought. Uh, I'll count this as, like, not one of my three, but what I wrote down was that he's raw but incredible potential. So yeah. that's where I see him right now. And um, he was Tyler a Genesis Gordon. caller. That sounds correct, Shugo, based on the description. Ah. Oh, you heard that. Ah, Shades of, of the Nazis in Woo. World War II. Woo. Yes. Eugenics. Ooh. Crazy. Yeah. Science. It was pretty startling. Like, oh, my. Yeah. I'm trying to surprise they put him on the air. Yeah. Well, I, he may have snuck that one in. Because that uh, that's a little yeah. worse than your normal, you know, idiot named Bob or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, carry on. Sorry. Uh, Kyler Gordon. I think he's going to take, take a huge leap this year. He okay, was... hang on. Is that a preseason thought or the game? I didn't really notice anything. Well, it's the game. based on based on the game. So can I be fudging that a little bit? I guess. Okay, fair enough. I was trying to. Th- <laughs> I was just. I was only asking because I was like, did I miss a play that he made or something? No. Well, th- there was. Ironically, he didn't make the play here, but he was. I don't know how he didn't touch. There was a quick slant to uh, Stephon Diggs. That's true. That was a great uh, effort. I and know what you're talking he was. About. I don't know how he didn't touch it. He was right there. And then uh, there was a ball that was batted by, uh, uh, was it Pickens? Pickens had a ball early on against uh, Josh Allen. I don't know. One of the, no, one of the new guys. Oh, was it Dexter? Okay. Mm-hmm. So he, he knocked the ball down. And on the, the angle showing, uh, Gordon was like right there to read it. And when the ball got knocked down, you could see he was disappointed. He thought he had a shot to, uh, to grab it. So, um I don't know. To me, that's signal. Okay, he's seeing things better. He's reacting better, and I like him at nickel going forward. So maybe yeah, that position I think, is salt. Yeah, just and I thought one of the problems last year, and I said it then too, is I hated that they were moving him around. I'm like, he's a rookie. Stop moving him around. What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. And you can see how much more confident he looks playing nickel aggressively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So other news uh, to come out of the game. Wait, I got my third point. Oh, that was only two. Okay. Well, math is hard. It is. Yeah. Uh, the, well, you kind of touched on this too. All right. It's guess. third down. Def- Let's see if he can convert. The defense just rusted. So many guys that hadn't played yet or played it very did, little. did, which is why it was rusted. so weird that they didn't play the front a little bit more. Yeah. Also, you're going up against the try-hard Bills. What, like, what is with this guy in the preseason? Dialing up off the edge, nickel blitzes, and like all kinds of plays. It's like you're supposed to be like vanilla, so no one gets hurt. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Did I hear they play the Jets first? Week yeah, it's one. a fun week one game. Maybe that's why. Maybe because Maybe. they have a, a Maybe series. Just, They're just putting stuff on film. Jets. Maybe I'm just bitter because of the the year they clobbered Fields on the blitz in the preseason yeah, he got hit hard. when he was a rookie. Yeah. But, like, I feel like the Bills go into the preseason games versus the Bears with a whole different mindset. But whatever. So, yeah, I agree they looked rusty. And I think it is worth questioning what is going on with some of these injuries. Mm-hmm. The coach is saying that pretty much everyone will be back. 
Jenkins was in a walking boot after the game. It's the first time anyone's seen him since he got hurt. Where's Brisker? Brisker's missed like the uh, whole month and no one's talking about it. Was he on the field at all today? Was he on the sideline maybe? I don't know. Eddie Jackson's been been down for a while too. Yeah, Jackson didn't play, yeah. I know Claypool mm. did warm-ups and everything, so you would assume that that's someone who's on track to play. Yeah. And same with Nate Davis. But, you know, overall for the preseason, I would say, and I'm going to base this mostly on practice because I think that's what the coaches do. I know they don't care about these games like fans do. Yeah. It's at the top of the roster, they don't anyway. And the practices got better for the offense. They look pretty good against the Colts. It's not like it's a perfect. I do think there are some big-time concerns. If you're an honest fan, you don't feel great about the line, and you wonder what that's going to mean. Um, but there's a talent improvement here. The big names are healthy except for some of the O-line and Brisker. And you should have an improved defense, but at the same time, they, they need to get out there and actually play together. So that did look a little weird yeah. today. But yeah. no one's, like, devastatingly injured, so that's a big win. Yeah, and that's what uh, Odessa Youth dude. Odessa Youth. Yeah, you're right, you're right, Tim. It is a <laughs> weird balancing act. <laughs> Nicely done, Chris. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, there, I did get sent an article from BearsWire.com. I don't know if you ever read it. And this, uh, he, he quotes Eberflus here saying he's confident that uh, Claypool, Eddie, and Jaquan Brisker will be ready to go week one. So that for what it is. I don't, he's is a genuine guy. I definitely, or... I don't think Eberflus is the type to blow smoke. I think he's the type to get all coachy about not telling you what's wrong with the player. You know, the Belichickian yeah. model that everyone uses now. But I don't think he'd yeah. lie. Definitely not. Also, shout out to Flues for rocking a t-shirt like he just woke up and came down to the stadium. <laughs> I was so proud of him for having just a generic Bears t-shirt. That was awesome. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so going into, can we transition into, like, recapping the preseason? Like, what do we, what do, we do? Do we just take none of it? What do, we, do we take some of it? I Pay more attention mention... to what the players are saying than what you're seeing on the preseason games at the top of the roster. This is for the back end of the roster, hmm. right? And then look at injuries, and then maybe barely look at what the coaches say because they don't really have that much insight right now. They're all just trying to, like, mm -hmm. get through it all. Like, we go through this every year, right? Do you remember how good they looked against the Browns the Week 3 game? Fields through yes, three I touchdowns. Do. And then mm -hmm. they go out and they upset the Niners, and we're all like, they're better than people think. And we're all clowning yeah. on the ESPN guys who are like, they're going to be bad, right? Well, they were bad. <laughs> you know, so, like, yeah. it, it can go either direction. You can look bad but not be bad, and you can look good and be bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm just glad the right. preseason's over because, like, the first one you're like, all right, kind of real football. You're just happy it's back. By the third one you're mm -hmm. like, oh, right, this is that weird imitation goofy NFL. I'm ready for the real one. Yeah, and again, mm -hmm. no devastating injuries. Assuming Jenkins and the boot aren't that big of a deal. Also, Darnell Wright didn't seem to have anything going on. He was just there on the sideline, no boot or anything. So that's he's, good. He's he, surely he's basically on schedule for week one too. Then, yeah, hopefully he he was just precautionary to not dress, but because that makes a difference. Him not being there. Oh my goodness. Yeah, because that whole that, like that's where they want to run, really, like behind the yeah. right side and. Off mm -hmm. tackle. I mean, it's one of the main running plays, I should say. 
Uh, they did so, beat yeah. the newest Cowboy QB. All right, fine. Trey Lance got <laughs> traded to Dallas for a fourth-round pick. And uh, it's yeah. the worst draft decisions of all time. So can we uh, – let's recap this. The 49ers traded three firsts and a third for a fourth-round pick. Is that really – that's kind of what – Yeah. No, what was, three what firsts, was the... a third, Trey Lance, and a fourth-round yeah. pick. It, what was the tweet I sent you? Did I send it to the group? I might have sent it to the group, but it was like they were like down 2,800 points in the Jimmy Johnson trade value chart oh, yes. or something. Yes. <laughs> the rest of that roster is so good at saving all their jobs, but that was a terrible decision, obviously. The, the thing that kills me in this conversation, because it gets lumped back to Fields, is when people are like, Fields hasn't done anything either. Yeah, but at that time, I'm, we're talking about when the decision to make the pick was made. Right. Fields was coming off another good season. He had one of the great seasons we've seen in a long time the year before, but Burroughs was even better. The 41 touchdowns, mm-hmm. three interceptions season, and Burrow goes for 60, Pretty. which is just nuts, right? And so it was always Pretty him good. and Lawrence, and then all of a sudden, Trey Lance, who played one season, and then the next season, one game in FCS and it's basically like the same sort of style as fields like big strong athletic mobile big arm QB somehow the unknown was more appealing than the guy that had taken way more snaps yeah and you could probably do this with Zach Wilson to a degree too because he's kind of a one-year wonder but at least it was Mm -hmm. division one so it was like it's wild to me that they ever convince themselves that Lance was the guy unless they were freaking out about the epilepsy or something. Yeah, especially when John Lynch has been really good at drafting for the Niners and putting that roster together. They may have like, the best roster without quarterback in the NFL, yeah. And then they get lucky with Purdy, who I'm still kind of wondering about, but the teammates love yeah. him. That's usually a decent indicator. We'll see. This is the year you'll figure it out, right? But, yeah. Well, and then they, and then, yeah, Players and, love Kyle Orton, too. Yeah, well, it worked for a second there. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Will, the, will he get exposed now that teams notice game plan for him? Mm-hmm. It's a whole different thing that next year. Because the D coordinators have all analyzed your game. So, And then you have people surprised they got a fourth for him, which is also funny. Because it's like they got – it's like the worst move ever, and people thought it would be even worse, the return. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But this... Yeah, I think Shugo's got a point there. He says, I'd argue Shanahan wanted boring Mac Jones. Yep, I agree that that was the initial plan, and the Jets should have drafted Fields. Yep, that would have made well, sense, Jones too. was there. Jones yeah. was there. Was but he lost the power to... struggle somehow, which is weird because Shanahan gets so much love nationally. But, yeah, yeah, yeah pretty wild week. I, you know, Trey Lance seems like a nice enough kid. Uh, good luck in Dallas, kind of, but I don't usually like Dallas. Oh, I... Did you see where Jerry had the hilarious interview? I think I sent it to you. One of their players, I don't remember who, got in trouble again for going way too fast. And it was like 30 over. But last year, it was like 60 over. And he's like, so I feel like we're making progress. I, <laughs> I was confident. That's legitimately I was, hilarious. I was confident that was like from an Onion type website or something <laughs> when you sent that. Wow, that's nuts. Uh, so Jerry. good. It doesn't matter. Jerry. It's just hilarious either way. All right, back to the final. No, wait, one, one, one more question. Sorry, can I ask you okay. one more Trey Lance uh, question? I suppose. He's, this is not competition for starting, right? 
Like mm -mm. the job is Dex, right? He said they or Lynch said that they talked to Lance and he asked to be traded somewhere he could compete for the backup job. Okay. Yeah, because that's I mean, Dak hasn't done nearly or shown nearly enough to think that he's not the guy you go with this year, right? I mean, as much as I like to. Yeah, no one know. clowns on Dak more than you, like in the entire right. country. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, Lance is trying to be the backup. Hmm. Okay. Could, yeah. could he be a poor man's Dak? Maybe that. Maybe that makes sense. Maybe they're know. thinking that, or maybe like two years, because Dak's he's been playing for almost a decade now, right? Eight, nine years, so maybe they are thinking future? Possibly? I don't know. Maybe? Do they want out of the contract? I think is probably the real question there. Mm. Tim says, it's a shock the Cowboys have been irrelevant literally my entire life. And a blessing, and may it now fall to the Packers. That's right. <laughs> yes, please. Lord, hear our prayer. Yeah. Jordan Love, pretty decent game last night by the Earth. No, it was today. It was the same time as the Bears. No, I didn't. I didn't follow at all all right back to preseason thanks for humoring my last thought there i appreciate it yeah so i i mean i think they got through it as healthy as teams usually do but it seems like they have this problem from time to time where it'll be like one unit is just decimated and in this case it's one that's not that deep to begin with so that's the big concern i don't i don't know how if you're a bears fan you see this going on with the o-line you're not like oh my gosh is it going to derail the oh, whole thing again absolutely that's what, it looked like shades of last year in the it game. They like, oh no, oh no, here we oh, go again. No. Oh no. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, uh, Shugo just asked, has it been that long for for Dak? So he's sixteen. He became the starters. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, All right, so he's played seven seasons. So so this is year eight. For Dak. Did you count that out on your fingers? <laughs> I did. Almost had to take my shoes off. <laughs> yeah, Amen. Odessa, you, amen. Amen. Yeah. The name of the father, the Dicka, and the Erlocker. Okay. And the forty-six defense, my friend. Yeah. All right. One last thing. Uh, I didn't write this down because I thought for sure we'd get to it in general conversation, but we haven't yet. Uh, Tyson Bajent, is he number two? Eberflus said just now that they haven't decided yet. They just thought, in the interest of competition, that Bajent deserved to play with the twos just like the other guys did, which is actually kind of cool. Yeah. But you know who I don't believe played at all? Nathan Peterson. <laughs> yes, that's right, Bob. <laughs> uh, yeah, so th at minimum, they are doing the one thing I demanded, which means they're definitely listening. Shout out to Ryan Poles. Thanks for listening, Coach Poles, or GM Poles. Ryan Poles. <laughs> and that is, if Peterman didn't get a single rep, he's not on the roster. They're not going to expose Bajent to the practice squad, which is all I wanted coming out of the Colts game. Because mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be the backup yet. I don't care. P.J. Walker has some NFL experience, and, yeah, he kind of stunk this month, which is not great. But I don't. I get it if they're like, well, we're going to – kind of wait to declare Bajent the second string QB for now mm. but if you expose him to the practice squad someone will take him because he's a QB right yep uh Walker finished today with six six out of 11 71 yards one touchdown uh yards per average 6.5 rating 104.7 I mean against, way better than the other two against threes fourth, and fours yeah yeah mm -hmm. 
But it, I mean, like, how much does it matter when he does have NFL tape for a couple of years? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I just don't know. I just know yeah. he looked really bad for a while. But I know that the money plays to some extent. And they weren't going to cut him. But Nathan Peterman does not need to be on your active roster when you already have a veteran backup and now you've got a decent young guy that's worth developing. Yeah. Don't risk him. Right. Plus you get the extra guy with the new QB rule. Yeah. And that poor kid, he had that gorgeous throw to the end zone that was dropped. And then the very next oh, play man. is a horrible interception. Like, like miscommunication <laughs> interception, but it should have it should have had a TD. It should have been, yeah. It was a he couldn't really have thrown nice. a better ball on the touchdown. It was really nice, right? His, yeah, he had to leave his feet, but it hit him right here, right here in the hands. That's the that's your what is that the fourth string tight end? Yeah, yeah. Because well, I don't know how you count Lewis really, <laughs> but. Oh, let's see. Uh oh, uh oh. Do we try to develop Bajant or do we try to trade him? I try to develop him. We keep, keep him for a couple years and then try to Matt Flynn him to somebody. Yeah, or Matt Hasselbeck. But it never hurts to have one waiting in the wings. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. And well, it, we will do a full oh, – sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, and he can run. Like, he uh, he can scramble when he needed to. His touchdown was a he's nice scramble. Work. Yeah. So, he the can do things. The most interesting thing about it, and I'm trying to think, like, in the big football league-wide picture here, he had so many snaps and passes in college. Mm. <clears throat> so did Brock Purdy. It's like sometimes I think we make it too hard. Mm. <laughs> this guy's experienced and he looks like he's not rattled. Yeah, because he's experienced. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he's got the arm talent to start. I don't. I really don't know that yet. But I know he's looked better than I ever thought an undrafted Bears QB would look. Mm. And then you hear that he had like 1,500 passes in college. And you're like, well, okay. He's got a lot of experience. I mean, that's it should matter a little more to the evaluation maybe than it does. Mm. See, also the other side of the coin. Trey Lance. Yes, yes we are. He, yeah, um, someone worked it out. He made like two hundred and sixty thousand something a completion <laughs> in the in the NFL <laughs> based on his contract. Like, wow, that's impressive. That's a it's nice. Good money if you him. can get it. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be fine, everyone. Yeah. All right. Well, All you right, got anything so, else? Nope, not for today. I'm glad that the next one counts. It's at Green Bay, or hosting Green Bay. In like 15 days? That seems like forever. I know it does. But and we need it. Get healthy. Yeah. yeah especially offensive line. No so. basketball. Tim! Stop it, Tim! Shut up, Tim! Stop it. We're not reading this one. All right, get rid of it. Yeah, All right. Okay. Is that my dryer or yours? That was my dryer, yeah. Okay. Yeah, some... But the wife is doing laundry. Yeah. All right, so we'll do a pregame before Green Bay. And, we'll uh, do a, a season prediction sure to go wrong in there somewhere, too. Oh, sure. Yeah. I don't know if that means two or one episode, but the socials will keep folks posted. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right, thanks, everyone, for watching. We will uh, talk to you uh, Packers week, week one. And uh, it's going to be an eventful season. We have... Higher expectations than last year, of course, but uh, that is a fundamental question we should return to in that that preview episode. What should the expectations be? Okay, shoot Sounds us good. a tweet or an email. What do you think? Yes, they be? yeah, please do. Barely educated pod at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us a message through the buy me a coffee page that's scrolling right there on the bottom. See, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
uh, Twitter at barely underscore educated, uh, Facebook and Instagram. We have messaging through there now too, and Threads. I think we have three Threads followers. Threads. <laughs> yes. Thank you for calling it Twitter. She'll never be Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Just like it's still the Sears Tower, my friend. And Kaminsky. Kaminsky oh, Park. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Nice <laughs> to see you. Shut up, Tim. Don't make me angry. I'm just some dip from Chicago. You are indeed a dip from Chicago. My Chicago Bears. I love the Bears.